Welcome to the Wicked Veracity Podcast with Robin Langford, episode 88, Fate and Free Will, the astrology for the week of August 1st through August 7th. This week is going to be a lot, and I know many of you have already been feeling the intensity building over the past several days based on talks with clients, friends, and people in my DMs. If you haven't listened to episode 85, When Does the Astrology Get Easier?, I highly recommend going and doing so either right now or after you finish this episode. Just remember that while sudden, unexpected change can feel chaotic, chaos isn't always bad. Revolutions, surprise parties, and proposals are all a little chaotic, but are generally regarded as being good. Subjectively, of course. Monday, there is a Mars-North Node-Uranus conjunction in Taurus. The last time I could find Mars, Uranus, and the North Node together in Taurus was June of 179 AD, but they weren't all conjunct at the same time. That was the last year of Marcus Aurelius's reign of the Roman Empire. He was dead less than a year later, and he was the last emperor of what is known as the Pax Romana, which died with him. So when I tell you that Monday's transit is a big deal, I'm not playing. If it happens to be occurring conjunct or opposite to one of your natal hotspots, like the planets, ascendant, MC, descendant, or IC, you're going to notice a massive change. Maybe not today, but my guess would be before Mars moves out of Taurus on the 20th and probably within a few days on either side of Monday. However, I will say that sometimes people don't know an event was significant until much later. All right, so let's break down what the transit might mean. Taurus, ruled by Venus, feminine, nocturnal, earth, hardworking, pleasure-loving, agricultural. Mars, action and aggression. Uranus, individuation, unique, sudden, unpredictable. North node, increase. On a global scale, that could look like earthquakes or volcanic eruptions, unpredictable food access, increased aggression against the earth or women, and unpredictable access to luxury items. We've seen this start to play out over the past several months as Uranus moved closer to the North Node with an increase in intensity as Mars moved into the sign. Food shortages leading to regime changes and the anti-abortion laws that have been implemented since Mars moved into Taurus on July 5th are the most obvious examples of the building energy. Maybe none of those affect you personally, but you know they've been happening, right? That's how big transits play out on the world stage. Not everyone will be personally touched in a meaningful way, but most people will, at the very least, be aware of big changes. I know that can sound scary, but it's not really new information. You know there are big changes, and they're probably already stressing you out to some degree, and maybe making you reconsider lifestyle choices. That's also how astrology plays out, especially if the conjunction won't be hitting any of your natal hotspots. But what if it will be hitting one of those within, say, 3 degrees or so of 18 degrees Taurus? It might look more like a new job offer, moving to another country, a marriage proposal, or winning the lottery. This is the same area of life that has been lit up by eclipses since last November. By rising sign, the areas of life you are most likely to see significant disruptions or have the desire to take action are Aries rising, money, possessions, resources, how you make money, and self-worth, Taurus rising, your identity, appearance, personality, character, and sometimes your physical health, Gemini rising, mental health, unconscious, the ways you sabotage yourself, and spiritual liberation. Cancer rising, friends, alliances, your hopes, philanthropy, and your long-term plans. Leo rising, your reputation, career, actions, relationship to authority, and how you embrace your own authority. Virgo rising, higher education, divination, foreign travel, religion, astrology, and the divine masculine. Libra rising, investment, other people's money, debt, topics concerning death, psychology, taxes, fears, and the occult. 
Scorpio rising, committed relationships, contracts, business partners, legal battles, open enemies, and other contractual relationships. Sagittarius rising, physical health, co-workers, your job, pets, people who work for you, and the things you feel obligated to. Capricorn rising, children, pleasure, romance, dating, sexuality, and the creative arts. Aquarius rising, home, family, home life, land, ancestors, private self, and your emotional foundation. Pisces rising, communication, siblings, divination, short distance travel, neighborhood, writing, and the divine feminine. I know, that was a lot. In general, expect the unexpected and be willing to at least consider that any radical changes you observe or are eager to make could be showing you how to become unstuck, even if it is out of your comfort zone. Tuesday, Venus helps take the edge off anything that happened Monday. Where can you find softness and grace where you've been feeling overwhelmed, anxious, or impatient? Wednesday is much calmer and one of the more productive days of the week. If you're behind on anything, it's a good day to catch up. Mercury moves into Virgo at 2.57 a.m. Eastern. The house where you find Virgo is where you have a stronger desire to analyze and function efficiently. In this area of your life, you have the potential to show up as practical, analytical, organized, disciplined, and helpful, or judgmental, obsessive, self-denying, picky, perfectionistic, and a bit of a workaholic. With Mercury and Virgo, communication can become far more clear, analytical, practical, and efficient, but it can just as easily become prudish, worrisome, and skeptical. People's thoughts and opinions are more easily changed, and they may be open to working towards solutions instead of planting their flag and refusing to move, as long as those solutions are pragmatic. The house Mercury is moving into is the area of life where you will be more willing to dive into the details, work diligently, and bring greater organization and clarity. Just don't become obsessive. Friday could produce aftershocks related to Monday. In general, it's likely to be emotionally intense with a side of unpredictability. Prepare to be very flexible. Saturday morning, you and everyone else may want to sleep in or be left alone. The afternoon and evening are much better for social gatherings, conversations, writing, exploring, creating, or studying. Sunday is one of those days where one part of your life might feel dreamy and in flow, the Cancer and Pisces parts, and another part might feel like nails on a chalkboard. Life is always 50-50, so enjoy the suite while you work diligently on that Taurus area of life as it relates to your Aquarius house. If you're feeling frisky, hit me up on Instagram where I am wicked.veracity and let me know how the astrology of the week played out for you. Until next time, my wish for you is grace in the midst of uncertainty.